0: for joining Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk. This is Season 2, Episode 45. Wish I had a little better news today. I was predicting an upset for the Hawkeyes. That did not happen. The Hawkeyes dropped another conference game Thursday night at home in Carver-Hawkeye to the number 6-ranked Purdue Boilermakers, falling by 10, 83-73. Now, Jaden Ivey hadn't played in the previous game. That was one of the things that was making me feel a little bit more confident he actually came off the bench and had a really good game for them. So he's a heck of a player. Just seems like this Purdue team has become a nemesis for the Hawkeyes. Purdue has won seven of the last nine contests between these teams. And most of those Purdue wins have been well over double digits. You know, some of them blowouts. The Hawkeyes dropped to 14 and six overall, four and five in the conference, dropping to ninth place all alone in the Big Ten. Behind the Hawkeyes are Maryland, Penn State, Minnesota, Northwestern, and the hapless Cornhuskers, who are now 0-9 in the conference. Not the rebuilding job Nebraska hoped for when they hired Fred Hoiberg. And they've actually taken several steps backwards in Lincoln you know, since they had Tim Miles. So you know, just those fans have to be just wondering what is going on. It was 8 p.m. Thursday night tip off in Iowa City, and the boil- Boilermakers went right to their latest 7'4 inch, 295 pound behemoth, Zach Eady. He had two early buckets to take the 4 0 lead. I've said it many times. I don't know where they're growing these guys, but they always have a guy that's about 7 2 to 7 4, or at least have for the last several years. And they're good, skilled, big guys as well. Kind of amazing. There's a really good sign for the Hawkeyes, J Bo hitting an early three. But once again, it was a really bad three-point shooting game for the Hawkeyes. And they missed nine straight threes after that first make by Bohannon. Purdue shot lights out from three the whole game. Not a very good day for Iowa's perimeter defense. And Purdue is just a better shooting basketball team as well. Purdue took a 10-point lead, 19-9, with 12 minutes left. Keegan Murray got two quick fouls about a minute apart. The second with 11 minutes, 19 seconds left in the half. That would be all we would see of Keegan Murray in that first half. And, of course, when your best player doesn't play the last 11 minutes of the half, you're down by 10 at that point, playing the sixth-ranked team in the nation. That means the lead for Purdue is just going to keep building. And it did from a 10-point deficit to 15. Almost insurmountable when you think about playing a really good team, a top-10 top team, and you're down by 15 at half. You have to be you have to win the second half by sixteen points and and you know if Keegan was in there, he might have been able to stop that bleeding you know sit him for two or three minutes, put him back in hope he doesn't get his third, but if he does it's really no big deal. He has two fouls still for the second half and in this game, Keegan played the whole second half had one foul in that second half, ended with three fouls overall so. Really no reason to sit him because he wasn't going to foul out no matter what. And he just didn't play enough minutes. And you have a potential lottery pick sitting on the bench. And he has the ability to score in bunches. Who knows what could have happened. Maybe he gets on a run. Purdue just had a single-digit lead at half. You know, I can't help but wonder, too, mentally, you know, when, when guys see this now, like, are they more tentative once they get that first foul in the first half? You know, are they on defense playing a little bit different, differently, knowing that if they get that second foul, they're going to sit for the rest of the half? Well, the Murrays went to work early in the second half after Purdue stretched the lead to 18. And then j hit another three to get the Purdue lead down to 10. Now hoping j can go on a run. Maybe hit three or four more threes in this game, but that was it for Jaybo. He was just two of six for the game. The Hawkeyes got as close as four points after Chris Murray buried a three, 57 to 53. But Jaden Ivey, the future lottery pick, well, next year, this after this season, he's going to be a lottery pick in the NBA. He countered with a three and got that lead right back up to seven. And the Hawkeyes lost. As I said, 83-73 to at home. Well, the Hawkeyes shot 24 of 64. Atrocious, 37.5%, while the Boilermakers hit 30 of 49 shots. Made more field goals. Attempted 15 fewer. Amazing 61% from the field. Iowa shot 15 more field goals. Made 6 less than Purdue. Unbelievable. Purdue was 13 of 22. From three, 59%. What a great line. Iowa, on the other hand, still struggling from three, shooting just eight of 27, less than 30%. You know, Hawkeyes were 43% from two. Not great, but way too many shots from three when they're just not falling. You know, they took 42% of their shots from behind the three-point arc as a team. And this is a team that's really struggling to shoot threes. That does not seem like a really good strategy at this point. Free throws helped keep this from being more of a blowout. Iowa, 17 of 18 from the line, 94%. Kind of interesting, the Hawkeyes missed their first free throw in this game and then buried 17 straight. Purdue, just 45% from the line. It kept the Hawkeyes in this game. They were just 10 of 22 and worse from the free free throw line by far than they were from three or from... Field goals overall, so kind of amazing stat there. Purdue out rebounded Iowa 36 to 31. Of course, Iowa missed a whole lot more shots than Purdue did. Iowa did crash the offensive boards, getting 14 to 9 for Purdue. You know, Iowa really good. Nine turnovers. That's kind of what they average on the season. 15 for Purdue. Purdue's lottery pick guard, Jaden Ivey, came off the bench. He's battling a hip injury. He was on fire at his return to the court. Fifteen points in just twenty-two minutes, three of four from three. Isaiah Thompson, with a career eighteen-point career high eighteen points, four of six three-point shooting. He's averaging less than six points per game this season. Travion Williams came off the bench, the big guy, twelve points, seven foot four inch. Ed just six, didn't play many minutes, and Stevanovich. Four of nine from three. He just seemed to have the answer anytime time the Hawkeyes were making a run. For the Hawkeyes, Chris Murray off the bench was the leading scorer with 24 points on six of 15 shooting. He was two of six from three, five rebounds. Twin brother Keegan was second in scoring. He didn't play enough minutes. Again, you know, just 29 minutes in this game. Should have played at least 36, if not more. He had 14 points and nine boards. Would have liked to have seen what he could have done if he got more shots off in that first half, but he was sitting on the bench. Patrick McCaffrey, five of nine shooting, but he was just one of five from three in this game. 11 points, four rebounds. Joe Toussaint, eight points, just two of six shooting. Jordan Bohannon, two of six. All those shots were from three. Still struggling to shoot this season, especially in league play where I think he's shooting. Could be 27%, 28%. Philip only played 11 minutes in the game, had two points and one rebound. He's been looking good lately. He's been really aggressive on the offensive end, so not sure what kept him on the bench so much in this one. Could have been matchups. Um, just not much production off the bench, other than, of course, Chris Murray. But Peyton Sanford, he was one of one shooting. He hit a three. Might need to start looking at playing him a little bit more. Try to stretch those defenses out. Take a little bit of the pressure off Keegan Murray inside. Tony Perkins, ULIS, two points each on one of five and one of three shooting respectively. Both those guys have been struggling shooting of late. And a gun delay hit his only basket underneath in five minutes while Keegan Murray was sitting out in that first half. Wasn't the game the Hawkeyes hoped for on Thursday, but also not a bad loss. Purdue's ranked number six in the nation. The Hawkeyes really need a signature win, or at least, you know, a couple of quad one wins to help that resume as they're going into postseason. And also need to win some road games, get back to five hundred, and and then some before the end of this season. My big takeaway from this game, you know, first off, Keegan Murray needed to play more. He had two fouls. He didn't need to sit that eleven minutes of that first half and Chris Murray needs to play more minutes. Purdue coach Matt Painter talked about how hard it makes it when those two guys are on the court together at the 4-5 and position. Really tough matchup with their skills. Chris Murray is Iowa's best three-point shooter right now. He's the only guy on the team averaging 40% or better from three. Keegan has been held to 15 points or fewer in four of the last five games, but if Chris is in there, they cannot put as much attention on him because Chris is becoming such a, a scoring threat now. Overall, the team is struggling. The Hawkeyes are struggling from three. That includes Jordan Bohan, and I was all time three leader, Big Ten's all time three leader in makes. And he's a guy who's hit 10 threes in games before. And if this poor shooting continues, his minutes have to go down, but hopefully he'll snap out of that pretty soon. Help the Guys win some games with some big three-point barrages here and there. But Chris Murray needs to play 30 minutes a game at this point. If that's off the bench, so be it. But he has earned that playing time. He's sixth on the team, averaging 17 minutes per game, playing seven minutes per game less than Jordan Bohan and, and Patrick McCaffrey. And he's averaging 10 points a game along with those guys. So he's much more efficient out there offensively. And at this point of the season, he's a better three-point shooter and just a tougher matchup for opponents with his skill set at this point. Rabracha is playing 20 minutes a game, averaging just six points. And I'd start Chris over Rebracha, or potentially Patrick have those guys still provide a spark off the the bench. And to me, though, Chris is just the second-best player on this team right now. I don't even think it's close. The second-best shooter from three is Sanford at 39%. And I think he needs to get a few more minutes, too. He's he's a long guy out there. He's young. He's just a true freshman. But, you know, if if he can hit some threes and generate some offense – and take some of the pressure off of Keegan Murray. That would really help as well. You know, the other thing is, you know, when some of these other guys get in there, they got to figure out how to move the ball, get more points in the paint. That's where Eulis and Perkins really excel. They're they're struggling shooting from outside right now. Lots of season left. Next up is Penn State Monday night on the road. And the Hawkeyes need this win because after that, is number 16 Ohio State on the road and dropping two losses at this point in the season and dropping to four and seven in the conference that would really make things tough the rest of the way there's a lot that just put so much pressure on those those players that team to to win so many games down the road and hey you know a couple of road wins here would cure a lot and A win in Happy Valley can start getting things going in the right way. So, big road game on Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Time. Let's get a win. Go Hawks!